figuring out the best way to motivate uh, other people through, you know, through these short meetings, through the emails, through phone calls, WhatsApps, you know, a corridor, making coffee, talking with them in the morning, understanding that the whole work and progress is done and is done not only, you know, in time, but also in the way, right, and fashion that you believe that things uh, should be done is, you know, is very hard uh, when you start managing managers and you're not the direct manager of, you know, the individual com- contributors, right? Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today we have Alon Jackson, the CEO and co-founder of Asterix Security and a great friend of mine. Asterix Security is the first app-to-app security solution. Prior to founding Asterix, Jackson served as head of R&D group at automotive cybersecurity startup Argus, which was acquired by Continental AG. He also previously served over 12 years in strategic roles in the cybersecurity division of the Israeli Military Intelligence Unit 8200, where he led the Cloud Security Division. Jackson received an MSc in Computer Science with honors, specializing in cryptography. Alon Jackson, welcome to 20 Hello. Minute Leaders. Hey, hey. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. Well, you're, you're relocating in about two weeks, so you, you must be hectic. And it's, uh, it's 10 p.m. right now, wherever you are doing this interview. So obviously, uh, life as an entrepreneur is, uh, is fun and interesting. Um, Alon, you're working on some, uh, some really, really cool company. Uh, we know each other from, from our um, you know, IDF uh, service, uh, where you were managing some, some phenomenal work uh, and quite, quite a lot of people. And so it was no surprise to me when, when uh, shortly after you left, you, you announced that you're, um, you're building an amazing company with, with phenomenal investors and, and an amazing friend of mine is working with you. And so that, that's all I need to know that what you're building is incredible. Tell me a little bit about asterisks. And then I want to go back to you and your own journey and then connect all the dots together. Yeah. Amazing. First of all, thanks very much for uh, the warm words. And uh, yeah, I think uh, fr- first and foremost with Asterix, what really makes Asterix is, of course, the people, like you said. So not only good friends, mm-hmm. but amazing people um, and amazing technology. So really what we're doing, we're creating the first app-to-app security platform to really change how applications today integrate and connect uh, to enterprises. Um, you know how you have all these apps today on your, like your mobile phone, right, that asks for permissions? Um, to access your contacts or access your uh, uh, photos. And you're like, why does this flashlight actually need to, uh, you know, delete my contacts? You know, this is kind of permissions. Um, so it's really that, but on the enterprise level, right? We're finding hundreds and thousands of such connections in between different third parties, in between different apps, right? To core systems of organizations. And this is really what we're here uh, to secure. That's kind of in a nutshell. Amazing. So now take me back a little bit to your own your own background, you know, a technologist by training, 
then, you know, manager for, for quite some time in a very high, high paced, you know, critical environment. What, what has your own journey been like leading up to Asterix? Yeah. So yeah, before Asterix, actually, you know, I left A200, the, the cybersecurity unit and I joined Argus, um, no, the automotive cybersecurity company. So I led the R&D group over there. Um, really what we did is kind of, you know, hacking into cars and then uh, trying to fix it, of course. Um, and I learned a lot there uh, from an amazing group of uh, founders. Uh, so th that was the last couple of years. I think it was important uh, for both myself and my partner, Idan, um, you know, to leave the A200 bubble and learn a thing or two outside in the industry um, before building our uh, own baby. Um, yeah, and before that, so uh, over 11 years at A200, so quite a long arm career wow. there, left as a miniature. Yeah, I think A200, you know, I'm sure you know it, and uh, most probably a lot of the audience, is really the best school in the world for technology, right? And for really management in, you know, in, in stressful situations, in a lot of uncertainty situations. So it's a good, it's a good school, uh, you know, to grow up as both, both a technologist and a manager, I think. Um, yeah, my last yeah. position there. So I was really in charge of the cloud uh, operations. Uh, so this, of course, has a lot to do in what we're doing with Asterix, just from the other side of the coin. Um, yeah, for that, so many different uh, leadership positions and on position. I can see you're smiling because you know a lot about what's, what was going on there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a kind of... So, you know, if, if you're taking me into your brain and you're taking me into the way that, you know, Jackson is thinking about things, what, what do you get really excited about in general? You know, when, when it comes to these professional, this professional world, where, where do you find your own joy and excitement if you look over these, let's say, last 15 years or so? Yeah, I think that's a good question. And maybe, maybe despite, you know, the word professional, despite the word technology everywhere, I think what I'm yep. excited the most is really the generations of team leaders and, you know, uh, people that I've worked with, um, both in Argus, uh, managed like four teams. And all team leaders are good friends of mine uh, today. Some of them, uh, you know, grew to be their own entrepreneurs today, CTOs, um, head of groups, themselves, amazing people, you know, you kind of uh, uh, take with you along the way. Also before that, the day 200. So I managed uh, a couple of teams with, you know, amazing people who you can see them really progress, right? Uh, you could see them sometimes uh, start as uh, tech leads, then become first managers. Um, yeah, I think that that's the biggest thing. It's all about people, right? And uh, and growing together and growing your network together. I think that's the par part that really excites me the most. And thinking about being a founder, um, I think it's really the opportunity uh, to build something from the ground up, right? Build the organization you always believed uh, you want to have and have, you know, a good uh, company that uh, people enjoy, right? Enjoy uh, coming into and fulfilling themselves. And yeah, I think that's the biggest uh, kind of uh, opportunity and, and joy that I kind of, uh, you know, the privilege that I had both here and before. All right. Are you ready to dive deep into what you're doing? Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. So app to app integrations, let's paint, paint a picture um, so that we just, everybody's on the same page. What is the world that we're living in now that makes app to app security? an important part of what's happening. Yeah. So really apps are becoming more and more like platforms today. So they enable end users to build and connect on top of them. 
Um, it could be, you know, from the business side that add, you know, extensions, add-ons, plugins, stuff like that. It could be engineer engineers that generate API keys, tokens. These are all really different words that actually mean abilities to integrate and uh, work in a more automatic way and not for, and not uh, manual, of course, um, with mm-hmm. our uh, with our apps. And really, this is important for the large uh, applications because it makes them sticky, right? Uh, building on top of them makes, you know, it really, they are sure that, you know, you won't be able to leave very easily. Um, it's a growth engine for them because there's a lot of innovation being built on top of these uh, platforms. Um, yeah, and the end users today, they just add new apps from bottom up, right? The, the IT is really democratizing. Um, so there's not always a procurement process, not always always a security process when adding new third parties, new apps on top of a, on top of a enterprise accounts. Um, yeah, and really no app today is, you know, a worth when in, in silo, right? Data is only worth when shared. Um, and this is the kind mm-hmm. of world uh, we live in where everything is uh, interconnected with everything via API. And this is the kind of world that the Asterix is enabling um, to both map, monitor and secure. Right. So it's obviously, it's, you know, it's critical that we, that we, that we have that security layer. How do you productize something like that? So when you actually think about, you know, the world and, and where Asterix is coming into these organizations, what, what, what are some potential products that, that are relevant in, in the space here? Yeah. I think the easiest way to kind of think about it is that there's so many solutions out there for user access, right? Um, but there's nothing yeah. to help organizations today manage and secure all the non-user access that they have, right? And there's single sign-on, there's 2FA, all these kind of security mechanisms that help today uh, manage and control uh, uh, really how users uh, uh, access core platforms, but the APIs really go under the radar, right? There's nothing to help uh, security managers today um, get visibility um, into what's going on there. And really what we're doing in Asterix is enabling them for the first time, right? Both get the visibility, governance, and of course, automatic remediation into how all their third parties are interconnected uh, with each other. Um, yeah. And actually, there, you know, the last year was crazy in terms of a uh, different kind of uh, hacks. Um, we had GitHub that was uh, uh, hacked via third parties from Iruko and Travis CI. Yeah, it was uh, quite a famous one not long ago. Before that, we had MailChimp. Before that, we had Okta. Before that, we had Kokov. All these are just names of incidents of third parties, right? That they were hacked. And really, we call it service supply chain. That's the kind of, yeah. of, of what's going on, right? It's different services that really interconnect with each other. Right. And so as you're approaching the market, and, and obviously, you know, you're, you're growing fast. You mentioned you're more than 20 people now, a year, you know, just a year later. So it's pretty phenomenal. But what's the reception like? I mean, what were... Are there, you know, is, is the market ready for this? Do, do CISOs and people just generally really understand the pain point here? Um, what, what are you in terms of the timing on your analysis? Yeah, yeah. So really, you know, we're seeing the API ecosystem exploding, right? And yeah. the last attacks, like in the last year, are crazy. You know, so we're kind of laughing sometimes at saying, you know, maybe, maybe Asterix is behind some of these attacks. Uh, but no, you know, it's actually just a, a huge wave um, that right. you know, on, the, on the one side, you know, it's not a good thing, right? But it really means that there is a place for that. Um, yeah, we already have, you know, large uh, paying customers, uh, public companies, really amazing, amazing uh, 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 companies uh, so far. 
And, you know, it's becoming easier and easier as also we progress, right? Um, today I find, you know, when, when I ask a CISO, you know, do you manage user access to your critical systems? And the answer is like 99%. Yes, of course I do. And then you ask, like, do you manage API access to your critical systems? And I'm like, Jackson, what, what are you talking about? Right. Let, let's talk. Right. About this. right. Um, so it's kind of that easy um, to understand that there is a, a, a big gap in most organizations uh, simply because they don't have the tools uh, to actually deal with it. Right. Um, so a lot of the time they know that they have the problem. And we did, we did talk actually with, with some enterprises that, you know, really looked for this kind of tool, tried to build it by themselves, right? Tried to manually figure out. And when we came over, it was like, yeah, you know, this was something that uh, we've been uh, uh, struggling with in the past year. And that's, I think, the most uh, amazing response uh, a founder can get. Yeah. I, I love it. So, so take me the vision of Asterix a few years down the line. Well, what is the role that Asterix is playing in the security space and, you know, because essentially what, what you're also part of the, you're saying, you know, we, we understand that there's this trend where we have these growing apps as platforms, you know, the, it's this whole decentralization process that now every company is using these, an abundance of these third-party apps and, and, and you're tackling one of the underlying issues that are going to perhaps inhibit some companies from growing as fast as they want to grow. Um, or to get the compliance that they need, et cetera. So you're, you're effectively pushing, you know, the envelope to, to, to allow companies to do that, to do this faster and safer. What is the vision for Asterix down the line? And, and what is the impact this is going to have on the industry? If you had to imagine. Yeah, sure. So really we're going into a world where we're going to have more and more third parties, right? And the value is only provided when, you know, integrating them with each other and, uh, and them playing with each other and the enterprise level. Um, and this is really what pushes automation. This is what pushes a uh, productivity, uh, forward. And you think like of the cloud wars, right? So we have these uh, big cloud platforms and they're being challenged by more and more other platforms. So it's, it's going to be fragmented and they're going to have to learn to play with each other. Just like we're seeing uh, that is happening. And Asterix is really going to be the glue, right, uh, between all these different uh, cloud services, because each cloud service may may do a best job, right, with itself and its platform and how things work with internally. But between them, that's that's a hard place to manage, especially for large organizations. Um, so really, being the integration hub, right, being the port in which enterprises are connecting with third parties, because this is where innovation comes in. This is where productivity comes in. You can't really stop that. You can't really stop the business um, from running forward. And it's, you know, it's complex. It's a mess. And this cross-cloud uh, co- connectivity really is only going to get even more complex as, uh, as times goes by. And really we want to help CISO, so security managers, progress from being, you know, gatekeepers into productivity enablers, right? So enabling their businesses to actually adopt, enabling them to connect and build, right, in a more secure way. Uh, in regards, you know, to what they can do today. Today, it's uh, either yes or no, right? Um, it's kind of bin- binary. And now they can say yes, but, you know, through asterisks, right? Um, so that's a big thing. That's a big change in like, you know, the physics of how uh, of how things are enabled today. So you, you've gotten a chance to, to manage, reset, manage and reset again, quite a few teams over over these last 15 years, right? And you, you've had these opportunities to sort of reset your management style and rethink because you've jo- either joining a new organization, creating a new organization. So if you're thinking now about what you've learned about yourself, your own 
leadership style, the things that are important to you, things that you realize now are less important than you thought they were. You know, take me into Alon's world of leadership. What, what, what have you learned over these years? Yeah. I think the most important thing I learned is, uh, is letting go. Um, that's the truth. Kind of delegating and thinking, you know, do I really have to be here? Do I have to be the one that does this? Um, this really empowers, right? Uh, empowers your folks um, to do more by themselves and really enables you uh, to look forward. So this is something, you know, as, as the first time managing managers, um, you have to really practice and uh, kind of get into the state of mind of delegating. Um, but I think the more maybe interesting thing, maybe a good story. I remember uh, the first time I managed uh, uh, team leads. So we had, you know, a big, uh, a big uh, meeting at uh, my office and there were maybe, you know, uh, 10 uh, people. Some of them were my team leads, some of them from other teams, from other groups and everything. And, you know, we planned how we're going to break down this project and make it happen. And, you know, in no time we have to win, right? That's how things are always uh, uh, done. And then, you know, after like maybe half an hour, quite a quick uh, discussion, everybody kind of left the room. And I stayed there by myself. I really remember the kind of loneliness of, uh, of staying by myself in, in the office. And everybody was, you know, running out there in, the, in their different offices, uh, doing what we just decided we have to do. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, so are they actually going to do it the way, you know, uh, I want them to do it or I believe they should do it? Is, is the spirit there, right? Um, what's going on in the other rooms? Um, and kind of figuring out the best way to motivate uh, other people through, you know, through these short meetings, through the emails, through phone calls, WhatsApps, you know, a corridor, making coffee, talking with them in the morning, understanding that the whole work and progress is done and is done not only, you know, in time, but also in the way, right, and fashion that you believe that things uh, should be done is, you know, is very hard uh, when you start managing managers and you're not the direct manager of, you know, the individual com contributors, right? Um, I remember this kind of a, a first time. And from then, um, you really start thinking, uh, you know, via culture, uh, what kind of culture do I build? Uh, what kind of mentorship do I provide uh, to my managers, right? Um, for them to, uh, to really uh, um, guide uh, their guys. Uh, what kind of KPIs, right, do I point to? and put them as, as general and as far as possible, right? Um, that's kind of, a, I think, the basic tools that you really develop uh, across the years. Incredible. Alon, um, if you had to think of what, what do you enjoy most in your day-to-day, -day, the thing you enjoy most in, in your journey, um, how, what, what, what comes to mind? Where, where do you find the most fulfillment? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's kind of a motive that goes really through a lot of this talk, but really it's people, right? Uh, first yeah. and foremost, the team, the team, uh, really a team of amazing people who joined the who joined the journey. First of all, I'd say you know my partner. Start with that, um, so we know each other for a long time. And when I say actually a long time, it's not five years or ten years; it's over fifteen years now. Uh, wow! So we were recruited. Yeah, we were recruited to together to an army, uh, like excellence, uh, a military academy called Chavatzalot. Um, so we spent a long time. We even lived together, you know, six years. Half of that, you know, the army enforced us. The other three years was, uh, you know, our own free will 
of, uh, of living together. Uh, we did, we did quite a lot. Um, Idan, my co-founder and CTO, he also served over a decade in, uh, in A200, actually left the unit, also joined the cybersecurity startup over here. Um, Deep Instinct, the company does uh, machine learning based endpoint protection, um, the last couple of years. So, so kind of uh, joining forces after that, you know, we learned a lot, uh, both at the unit and from the industry. And we brought, uh, more importantly, maybe from the kind of a uh, technological diversity is the network diversity, right? Amazing people who kind of uh, uh, came very quick and just like in maybe two weeks, we had eight, uh, eight uh, guys uh, joining us. And, you know, uh, the first, uh, I remember the first uh, customer deployment in only three weeks. Uh, so everything kind of uh, runs very fast when you have amazing people with you. Um, yes, yeah, so I think the first and foremost is the co-founder, right? The team. Um, then amazing customers, uh, the 3D startup as good design partners, right? That you trust and you see eye to eye and believe first of and foremost, again, you as people, right? Your ability to execute, your vision um, and really enable you to, you know, they give your time, their time, right? They give you their data. In the beginning, you don't really have a, a product, right? Um, just uh, the will and the vision. Um, so that's, you know, a, a, an amazing an amazing um, step of trust um, from customers and then amazing investors. Um, so both the guys from uh, F2 here in Israel and, uh, and Bessemer also, the Israel, uh, Israeli guys in Bessemer, followed by Venrock, uh, uh, the, um, um, a Bay Area um, uh, uh, VC fund and some amazing cybersecurity uh, angels uh, that joined uh, this round. So really we're so happy, uh, you know, to have them as uh, our backers. And yeah, and again, it all comes down to uh, to people, people that believe in you, believe in your ability to execute. Um, I think that's the best thing, you know, uh, spending most of my time uh, really talking, inspiring, motivating, uh, pushing forward um, everyone. I think that's the that's the main role. Right. And that's what I enjoy the most. Alon, best of luck with Astros. Thank you so much for the for the time. Um such a such an awesome journey, amazing uh, problem space. Can't wait to to see what happens with this company and hope to the hope that it makes a, a large impact on this industry. So thank you again. Best of luck and uh, stay safe and stealthy and, and good luck on the relocation. <laughs> thank you very much, Mithaya. Thanks for having me here.